Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and the role it plays in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser. Solar is at an exciting place right now. From an investment standpoint, with prices coming way down, it now makes sense. And of course, it's always been an answer in the fight against climate change. Joining this episode today is newly elected Colwood councillor, longtime solar advocate, and former famous bakery owner, David Grove. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, well, thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I've been involved with solar now, yeah, for about 10 almost 12 years and uh, electric cars and uh, all kinds of alternate energy ideas have always interested me. And then getting on council now, I decided to run, uh, no regrets, and it worked out. And I find myself now in a position where I can advocate, hopefully, for such a great energy uh, solution that is good for the environment and good for the pocketbook. That's right, exactly. What is it about solar um, that, that, how did you get into it and what is it about it that makes you so excited? Yeah, uh, in the 70s, I, my sister moved out of the city, back to the land movement, it was really big. A lot of people were concerned about the environment and my brother-in-law investigated it. He had a hot water th- system that he built. He had some other systems going and solar was just way out of line in terms of cost. So they never bought any, but I got my first exposure to it. And as time went and I learned the efficiencies improved and the prices coming down, I was just so attracted to the, uh, I guess I'd like to call it the elegance of it. It's such a simple, uh, clean system. To me, that's the definition of sophistication. 100%. And you also touched on, you dove in like 20 years ago now. You used to own the Royal Bay Bakery, and you were one of the first businesses, South Island for sure, maybe all of the island, to get on board with this. Well, uh, the uh, Nissan came up with uh, the Leaf electric car, and another uh, decades-old love of mine. I'm actually in my 40s. I'm now in mid-60s. I'd given up on ever seeing a commercial electric vehicle. After the EV1 died, I thought, well, that's it. It's never going to happen. Well, all of a sudden, it came out. I was at a meeting with some environment people at a pub in, um, I guess it was in Fernwood, and we're chatting away, and I happened to sit beside Dave Eggles of uh, Home Energy Solutions. And I said, well, Dave, you've got the solar panels, the electric car. Now, uh, what's it going to cost me, 30000 35000 to power my car for a year this is the number is sort of in my mind thinking yeah it's a bit much he said well we could probably do it for about 12 or 10 even well holy smoke so i called them the next day (laughs) and they came out and they put the first six panels up on the roof of the bakery we put up a graphic showing a sun with sunglasses on and a (laughs) solar panel and then a wire to an oven on the graphic on the face of the building because we have these elementary schools nearby and the kids would come and they loved it Seven, eight, nine-year-old kids got it, bang on. The adults had to be educated, but the kids loved it. And I thought, wow. And so the electric car plugged in, the solar panels on the roof, the graphics, and the kids tied. And people are driving by with their thumbs up and honking. Well, what kind of marketing value is that? So from a business standpoint, my environmental thing, my love of electric cars, it all came together in 2010, 11, 12, in that two, three-year period. Right. Then, of course, and from there, uh, we added more panels right away at the bakery, and, and uh, it, it covered, oh, 10% of the costs there, which is, you know, it's a heavy use. Yeah. And then we, at our home, we had you folks install a 16-panel ground mount system because our roof had trees and wasn't right. compatible. Yeah, yeah. But the ground mount system is perfect, and I store gardening materials underneath. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, perfect. Semi-protected, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And... and 
in doing so, that 10 years ago now, 10 plus years ago with the bakery, what was it like? Uh, because it's such a visual space. You mentioned people would come by, ask questions. Were you yeah. like giving tours, answering yeah. questions? Well, you know, a funny thing happened because I guess because it was new, uh, uh, Shaw, uh, Shaw TV, what, cable, Shaw Cable, they had a, ch- a channel and they did these little uh, snippets and uh, they called me up out of the blue. Oh, yeah. They came by and they did a tour of the bakery. We even went up on the roof. Times Colonist, the Gazette, front page. Uh, oh, and Gordy Tucker, remember Gordy Tucker did those uh, business? Tupper, st- Gordy Tupper, yeah. Tupper. Yeah. And he uh, he called up and said, well, you know, we usually charge between three and 5000 for these episodes, but we'll do one for free because we <laughs> like your story so much. Wow. So he showed up, so we did thing there, and on and on it went. I was getting emails from bakers in South Africa about how, I, you know, all over the world people were inquiring about how this worked and how I did it. Wow. And, and bakers were calling me because I said, right. hey, a baker, right? So there was kind of this trade affiliation. So this was just an exciting, uh, as it turned out, a, a marketing uh, explosion. It was worth, I, I don't know, it was almost priceless. How do you put a value on people driving by and honking their horn and thumbs up out the window and pointing to your solar on the roof of a bakery. Like I tried to get, and for years then I would try to get commercial people interested in that. And there was sort of this quietness, but now in more recent years, the efficiency of these panels and the price coming down, efficiencies coming up. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I kept saying to people, you know, I used to do that in, in, the, in the media of things. I'd say, you know, the prices, the efficiency and the technology is coming up and the price is coming down. And we're now right there. We're just about, well, now we're 10 years past that. 100%. And it's locked in and now it's, uh, it's hard to argue against it. If you want stock market, booming stock market returns, of course not. But the way I look at it from the financial side is that it's a safe investment because in uh, 20 years I sell my house, I'm going to get my money back. Right. This is what the real estate people tell me. Yeah. And so it's a safe investment. So I'm thinking more in terms of a GIC quality investment in terms of security, but yet I'm getting more like a 7% return is how I see it. Now, you guys might have a different view. You might think it's more than that or less. For years, I said 5% because that was a safe. But then GICs were at 0.7 or 1%. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's a much better return. It's safe. And you got a clean energy thing. Drive electric cars. It's feeding. You're driving down the road on a, on sunshine. Yeah. And it's it's unbelievable feeling. When I get there, I want to get a plate. And it's probably already taken. Maybe you already have it. But like something, a specialized plate like PWRD Sun or something like that. Right on. Powered by the sun. Powered by the sun. Now, how exciting is this that 10 years ago you were leading by example in the community with the Royal Bay Bakery, and you were leading by example because, again, it still wasn't quite where it is now. And and here we are. You're now uh, taking the next step in, in sharing your passions and enthusiasm for solar and renewable energy. How are you going to use that as a counselor for Colwood now? Well, yeah, here we go, right? Like we're just in. It's very fresh. We're not. Uh, we haven't even been sworn in just yet. Our first uh, meeting is in uh, three weeks, I guess, is our inaugural council meeting, and uh, discussions will get going. This new council, uh, I've gotten to know them well enough that I think they're compatible and understand that municipal councils really work as a whole. There's no party line and it's not individuals. It's really a collaborative uh, decision-making body. So I'm thinking this council's good. So if I can uh, find a way to uh, lead with this alternate energy idea, solar for me is right up there with electric vehicles. I'm uh, still uh, president of the Victoria Electric Vehicle Association and the tie-in to me is 
huge. And I think a lot of EV owners are buying solar and vice versa. People, it's a logical thing, comes together so nicely. If we can extend that then with the municipality, with its mandate through the OCP to uh, pursue uh, environmentally friendly uh, policies and approaches, this is something we can actually do and perhaps help to install. Perhaps it's a land use thing or zone some land available for solar farm type installations where uh, other buildings or uh, parks don't necessarily work as well. So find some patches of land, do that, tie it into the grid. I think it's all good. It's going to offset. It offsets carbon. There's a carbon tax. There's carbon credits. That's a source of revenue. And then, of course, the electrical charges you save. And every dollar you save goes right to the bottom of your pocket. It costs you $1.40. you got to earn $1.40, $1.50 right. to, to make $1 that, to pay your electrical bill. Right. So if you save a dollar, it's worth $1.40. Right, yeah. So way to look when you at calculate it. the return, you have to remember that part. You're saving cost. Yeah, right. And the solar panels on my house, they happen on my side of the meter. So technically, nobody knows except for me how much power I'm using. Right. So it kind of gives you this independence and it makes you feel like you've got this little mi micro utility going on. And it's just, there's sort of some kind of an experience with that that makes you, it's empowering and it's very positive and energizing. And that's also worth a lot. I don't know what to say beyond that. <laughs> Honestly, you've said it all. And, and what, you know what I love about it is like, I can just hear you're smiling the whole time. Oh. Honestly, you, you believe yeah. that this is the way, you believe this is the future, and you've done something about it by well, taking the step to run. and Yeah, and that position and the council, I think that it's that energy to see that these things are happening. The fact that your company exists, that you guys that do this, men and women of the solar energy industry that I've seen grow. I met your company when there was one guy on the island, and then you had a little install team. That's two right. Or three. Yeah, they were running and, out of trucks three years ago, I yeah, think. Yeah, and, and it's just taken off. And that's just a few years ago that I met up with you guys, and it's been a real pleasure to get to know the people in the industry all seem to believe, of course, in it. So you're of like mind right there. You're sharing the passion for alternate energy, clean alternate energy. So from the council perspective, it behooves us. We've declared a climate emergency. So damn it, we got to get on. Yeah. Emergency means act now. Yeah. You don't wait five years to call 911 when you witness yeah. a, a deadly car accident. Yeah. It happens now. And yeah. I think this is exciting because we can install these panels and uh, battery backup to help buffer the grid, to help provide emergency backup for uh, uh, earthquake preparedness. We DC cans, used EV batteries. There's so many different elements that come together. And every time we look at one, it seems to fit. And the different elements that are involved seem to be able to work with other elements. It's not competitive uh, in a destructive way. Right. And uh, I'm not talking about solar panel companies competing. Uh, no doubt there's competition. I don't know how that works. I'm talking about the different elements of the technology. Right, yeah. And, uh, it's a it's, common goal. Yes, and it's all about energy, clean energy, because our whole society runs on energy. Everybody says money makes the world go round. Well, there's no energy without, or there's no money without the energy. It's yeah. sort of a chicken and egg thing. Yeah. So you have this need for this energy and the growth of the use of it is huge. So it's not enough to just make things carbon neutral. We really need to go carbon negative to draw some of that CO2 out of the air, let the earth catch up a little bit even. Well, and that's it. You know, we've declared an emergency and we're probably a little late on declaring that emergency. Yeah. 
better late than never. But to your point about um, you know earthquakes, I just read an article at PE or uh, Halifax and PEI just got hit by the oh. the storm, mm-hmm. uh, the the hurricane, and there was one island that came out of it fine, hmm. and it was an island run on solar. Day, half a day to kind of fix a few things up, fix a few panels that took some damage, and they were back up and running. So to your point, here we are on the West Coast, fault line. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to look at, we need to look at those uh, options in case of emergency. That's right. And there's a very real uh, challenge. If we had a, an emergency like that, uh, the, the, uh, not only do the gas pumps not run without electricity, but the 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 roads and the fuel supply to the island is compromised. Whereas the solar panels, literally at my house, I don't have any batteries yet. Uh, it's probably my next investment. I can store some power and I can get anywhere from seven to fourteen days of house backup. And it's critical to have the basics. So if that's what you pull back to. Maybe you have got a month supply because yeah. you don't need everything. You don't and have to run the hot tub for a little while. Yeah, you can probably <laughs> probably take that away. We experienced um, with the atmospheric river part of climate change. All of a sudden, gas went up because it couldn't yeah. get over the Malahat. Yes. Well, if you got your little uh, little Nissan, like you said, in the driveway, and you're powering by that sun shining up above, you're good. Yeah, there's no concern. I saw that, and I read an article. I think there's 17 of those trucks a day in a kind of continuous loop yeah. over the Malahat, and I'm just thinking, wow. So uh, I, I, I guess for a lot of people, there's kind of a, a paradigm shift they have to make to understand or to think about it. I don't know if I grew up with that in my head or what. There seems to just sort of me every time I hear of new technology and new applications of it and clever solutions to different challenges within that in the alternate energy industry, I just get so excited I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Through the Electric Car Club, I've met different people involved <clears throat> in uh, uh, grid buffering uh, software. I was mentioning to you earlier, and the work he's doing is just so fascinating to think that there's a whole good in, uh, business around just that. Right. And th- the uh, an, a past president of the Electric Car Club in California with his virtual utility where they can come in and they give permission, they get a notice, and in California they come in, they take small amounts of power from the batteries at a certain preset time right. when they know there's going to be a surge of demand. Remember, California, they've got these 100-degree Fahrenheit heat waves yeah, days yeah. and weeks on AC end. AC units are firing AC up. Units. So they have these brownouts and blackouts, so they've managed to prevent some of that. And <clears throat> it helps to pay for his system. Well, this is such an efficient, again, elegant closed loop of economic activity there's very little waste it's run by software and the the money and the credits go back and forth i don't see how that can't be the desired and and desired result for anyone's business plan even so this isn't a business plan you're going to retire on you're not going to make a living on it but if you can pay off your solar system in three to five years seven years instead of a longer period but i'm figuring even mine is maybe a uh, a 12-year payback. I have an engineering friend who did some calculations. He was saying eight. And I well, how do you get that? Well, he said, well, this is historically the uh, BC Hydro rate of increase. And usually when there's an election, they flatten it out. They get elected and then the rates go. But if you look 10, 12 years back, when you project that forward, that really goes a long way towards returning it. And then remember that you could, the savings can be invested every year. Right. Because it's not being thrown away into Right, your, right. So, uh 
I see it as buying a kind of a futures contract of my energy use at home for the next 25 years. Yeah. And that's what I did. And I paid you guys 22000 I think it was. It was a ground mount system, so it was a bit more expensive yeah. because of that. Yeah. But it worked out great, and it's now providing some other services. And uh, I love looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much, but uh, it's Does kind your of wife cool. uh, stand out there? Oh. Dave, come in now. Just a few more minutes, honey. <laughs> Get out of there. You're, you're, uh, the, yeah. That's yeah, funny. That's kind of it. Well, it's clear you're passionate about yeah. it. It's clear you're excited about it. Uh, I look forward as a bystander to stand back and, and watch you take that passion to a government level and, mm-hmm. and do what you can to fight climate change on, on from a community level. And, and we wish you all the, all the luck in the world. And Royal Bay Bakery, I feel like I know you're not the current owner, but I feel like I still got to go by and look at these panels. <laughs> right on, yeah. Please, please feel free. And uh, you know, to start with, in the council uh, level, is all ears. Hey, eh? I'm all ears listening. I want to hear ideas. I want people to suggest. I want to talk to the developers. I want to find out where they sit in terms of compatibility and so on. Discuss ideas with them, and we'll go from there. It's going to be an exciting four-year term, I think, and lots of good opportunity. Well, and s- thank you for the opportunity to chat about this. Uh, I'll, uh, I can do this all day. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean, we could keep going. I feel like you and uh, I, but building integrated. Yeah photovoltaics that's going to be the future as well you know what i mean building those homes with solar in mind making sure those roofs are south facing Uh, yeah a design layout uh, street planning land use planning so many different elements all the way back to improve everything we could we could uh yeah we could keep going but we'll call for now we'll get you back on another one though this has been a great conversation so thank you uh david grove for joining the solar pv podcast today you're very welcome my pleasure the Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.